What's up, everybody? You know what time it is. It is The Styles Files with Alan Styles, and that's me. I'm your host, and as always, thank you for listening. You could spend your 20 to 30 minutes doing literally anything you wanted, but you have chosen to spend it with me, and for that, I am eternally grateful. And I would be even more grateful if you subscribe on iTunes, and if you like what you hear, tell your friends about me, you dig? We got a great show for you today. But then again, would anyone ever be like, thanks for tuning in. We have a terrible show for you today. I hope you like it. That's right, y'all. We have an absolute snoozer of a show today, and I'm so happy you've joined us. Trying to take a nap but can't seem to doze off? Fire us up. We'll have you snoring in no time. But seriously, lots to talk about today. Um, I'll talk about how The Bachelorette and the NFL aren't as different as you may think. Get into basically what's turning into a weekly segment on this show, overrated, underrated, and properly rated. And I got a new segment, basically what grinds my gears. This segment is called Please Stop. I'll give you my list of things I think need to stop immediately. Uh, So we got a lot going on. Let's not waste any more time. So if you've been listening to my past shows, A, shout out to you, hashtag real ones only, hashtag day ones only, hashtag but that's not to say if you start listening now, you can't be a day one, and B, you know that I am a new viewer of the Bachelor slash Bachelorette franchise. I'm in love with her. So Becca made her decision. She chose Garrett over Blake, and not to get too into the actual show, Becca said some pretty weird things during the show and on the after show, she told um, Blake their connection was so constant, she didn't get a chance to develop relationships with other guys, which is like the weirdest way to get friend zoned ever. Like, I like you so much, it kept me from liking other guys. Can someone insert the Nick Young meme on that one? Like, What in the hell are you talking about? Then on the after show, Blake basically asked uh, what changed, you know, during the show. Blake was open about how the show made him anxious and how he was in his own head at times, you know, rightfully so. And Becca referenced that and said that because of the anxiety he showed, it made her think about how he would act if one of their kids got sick. Uh, what? Like, Brad, just tell them that you like the other guy more because now you just sound stupid. The correlation between being on a dating reality show and raising a sick child is none. There is zero correlation, possibly negative percentage, if that you can even do that. Like, made zero sense. But enough about who she didn't pick. This is about who she did pick. Good old Garrett. So basically, everyone hates Garrett because a little after the show premiered, it came out that he liked some pretty insensitive stuff on Instagram, I believe it was on. Um, Well, some people found the post to be insensitive. Clearly not everyone. Because he wasn't the only one that liked them. And he didn't post them. Basically, the highlighted posts that he liked 
included making fun of transgender people, mocking feminists, claiming one of the Parkland uh, school shooting survivors was a crisis actor, and joked about throwing an immigrant child over the border. So yeah, for a lot of people, this is pretty bad stuff, uh, to say the least. Then, of course, on the after show, it got brought up, and he basically said he didn't realize what liking pictures on Instagram meant. Really, dude? Really? Like, you just out here liking random posts? Like, hey, fellas, try that next time on your girl, the next time you like one of those thirst traps I was talking about a couple weeks back. Hot girl in a bikini, half-dressed, you go ahead and like it, your girl gets mad at you. Oh, sorry, babe. I didn't know what liking pictures meant. Yeah, you might not be the bachelor, but you will probably be a bachelor if you say some stupid mess like that. But the plot thickened because, you know, Becca claims to be this strong, independent woman and has attended the women's marches. So the stuff that he liked on Twitter definitely is not in line with Becca's beliefs. But they're engaged now, so she's just sitting there, wide-eyed, defending her man, you know, and, and it's always so crazy, so funny, and so interesting to me how people can go from America's most loved to America's most hated so very quickly. I mean, we see it in sports all the time. LeBron was the big villain. Then you got little old Steph Curry. God-fearing man, adorable family. We're tired of LeBron, the Warriors. By the time the Warriors got to the second finals, people already hated them. Maybe not Steph specifically, but you get my point. But yeah, Becca goes from, you know, getting played by the bachelor, Ari picked her and then dropped her like a bad apple. Uh, You know, that was the season she was on, you know, And then it goes to everybody rooting for her once she's named the bachelor, like, yeah, Becca, you know, take your power back, Um, to just being absolutely hated by the end of it because of who she chose and the stuff that that person liked on social media. But the reason I say that this is similar to the NFL is because it reminds me of the anthem protests. You know, basically, uh, in my opinion, this is the same idea. You go on social media and everyone is pissed that Becca chose Garrett because of the things he supported on Instagram. So now everything is skewed. We don't know who America really would have wanted to win if the stuff about Garrett's Instagram never came out. And in Becca's defense, she didn't know he liked that stuff throughout the course of the show and when she fell in love with him. So what is she supposed to do? So just like the NFL you basically have two camps. You have the camp that is, you know, just pissed that she picked Garrett because of Garrett's beliefs. And yes, I said beliefs. You know, I'm not letting him off the hook with no, I didn't know what I was doing BS. Then you have the camp that says, hey, love is love. Leave politics out of it. If he makes her happy, then that's all that matters. You know, and they're either saying that because they truly believe it or because they agree with the stuff that Garrett liked on Instagram. We will never know. But what I do know is this. All these people 
that want to believe, you know, they can keep their entertainment and their real life issues separate are just sadly mistaken, especially in this day and age. Uh, with social media, it's just impossible. You want to boycott the NFL because people are protesting? Go ahead. But guess what? The Bachelor ain't even safe no more. That's when you know nothing is safe. People are probably like, I can't even watch The Bachelor in peace without politics. Yeah, that's right, because it's all connected. But again, I do think it's a bad look for Becca because she claims to have these stances and beliefs. And it's like, look, you want to hook up with someone that you don't agree with politically? Fine. Hey, it might, not e it might even be hot for some people. You want to casually date them? Sure, have fun. But they are engaged, people. That's the thing. Like, we talking about marriage. Not a date. Not a date. Marriage. Not a one-night stand. Marriage. But hey, maybe he really didn't know what likes meant, and he's really sorry if he hurt anyone, and now they'll leave happily ever after. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. He knew exactly what he was doing. That idiot just didn't realize people could see what he liked. But you know what I like? I like playing my favorite game on this show, which y'all know is overrated, underrated, and properly rated. And that's what we're about to do. So let's giddy. So overrated. You know, this week, this overrated really pains me to say, man, you know, because it's so close to my heart. It's so close to my soul. But being the more popular sibling in high school, it's overrated, man. When I was a senior in high school, my little sister was a freshman, you know, so everywhere she went, uh, she was Alan's little sister. You know, I did the announcements. I played sports. I was pretty lit. And she had to hear about it every single day. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I still think about those days to this day, which is sad, but uh, it's the truth. I mean, no one knew her name. And half the time, I pretended like I didn't even know her myself. It was amazing. Then something happened. Around the same time the sun was setting on my baseball career and on my major league hopes, the sun was just beginning to rise for my sister's path to stardom. You know, she's always done pageants and wanted, wants to be an actress. So that was nothing new to me. But then she actually won the title of Miss San Francisco and then placed really, really high in the Miss California pageant. Then she got signed by some talent agencies and all of a sudden people are calling me Felicia's older brother. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I played division one baseball, thank you very much. People are like, oh, you didn't wanna play professional baseball after? I'm like, well, I did. Unfortunately, the pros didn't want me to. They said, uh, we'll pass on you. And by the way, that's always so funny to me. I still get that to this day. Uh, a week ago, I got my annual checkup, which is very important to do. So be sure to get yours. Ever since I turned 28, you know, I'm just making up for lost time. But my doctor's office is literally in AT&T Park. Um, and my doctor focuses on sports medicine. So, you know, I really wanted to tell him my background, all that good stuff. 
And he's like, oh, you didn't want to play after college? Like, people always ask me that as if I just finished school and was like, yep, I'm done here. No more baseball for me. You know, what if I had just freaked out uh, on my doctor like, of course I wanted to play, but I wasn't good enough. Is that what you want to hear? He'd be like, okay, let's check your blood pressure first. But yeah, getting called the older brother was really a humbling experience for me. And, you know, it's been tough, but, you know, I'm working through it. I'm really working through it. You know, and I've had to work through it because things have only gotten worse. And when I say worse, I mean they have been getting even better for my sister. Now she's got a damn IMDb page. She's in the new Transformers movies, Bumblebee, a bunch of commercials, and got another callback for a Netflix movie. Now my friends are texting me, roasting me like, hey, Al, at least you got a podcast. I'm like, y'all think this is funny? Look, in a couple months, I will be a manager. So holler at me then. My mom's like, good for you, son. You keep, keep, keep working. Just, just keep working hard. Now I got to go. Uh, me and your sister are flying down to L.A. for another audition. I'm like, huh? You flying to what? Nah, but shout out to my sister. Follow her on Instagram. I'm not sure what her handle is. She keeps on changing it. Uh, it's something like the real Felicia. There's an underscore somewhere. And that's how you know you really made it. Like when you have to put the real before your name. Like if I put the real Alan Styles, all my friends would just make fun of me that much more. But shout out to my sis. Next, underrated. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit here uh, because I've been seeing a lot of hate and I don't think it's warranted. You know, society gets an idea about you and everyone hops on the bandwagon. And I'm talking about none other than Carmelo Anthony. Hoodie mellow, mellow, you know what I mean? Mr. Buckets from back in the day. So he's officially going to the Rockets, although it feels like he was on the team for, you know, the last couple months because the process took so long. I mean, it took forever. But, you know, people are starting to be real disrespectful, man. Although the memes are pretty funny. My personal favorite is the screenshot of his NBA 2K rating. And someone, probably some teenager, edited it to be 7 out of 100. And they just comment with that every time SportsCenter or Bleacher Report posts anything. It doesn't even have to be about Carmelo. And it makes me laugh every single time. Like, that's us humans. Just, just it doesn't take much um, to tickle our fancy, or at least mine, if you will. Uh, but yeah, man, people forget about how good Carmelo was back in the day, you know, back in his day. Um, and to this day, the guy can still score. You know, we've seen flashes. Uh, we saw a couple of flashes on OKC, and the Knicks wasn't that long ago. Um, and can he play defense? Everyone's like, he can't play defense. No, absolutely not. He can't play defense. But this idea that the Rockets are done because they got rid of two non-all-star wings and picked up Carmelo Anthony is pretty crazy to me. Uh, I know we live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world, but, I mean, people have real short memories, you know? Uh, people also act like the mid-range is dead. But it's really not. It's just a matter of how you use it. You know, when the Rockets missed a trillion threes in a row in game seven of the Western Conference Finals, 
You know what it could have stopped the bleeding a bit? Some mid-range jump shots. Now, I know Chris Paul was out, but still, what if you had Carmelo there, even if Chris Paul is out? Um, remember when the Warriors blew that 3-1 lead and had those droughts when they weren't hitting threes? Yeah, they got KD. He, he helped that a good bit. KD shoots threes, but he's a mid-range master. Now, in no way am I, you know, obviously not comparing Carmelo to Kevin Durant. I'm just saying that there are definitely spots where he makes the Rockets better, even if defensively they will be worse. So put some respect on his name. Put some respect. R-E-S-P-E-K. Respect. This man won a championship at Syracuse, made the Denver Nuggets relevant, and won a gold medal, which, you know, a lot of people laugh at because obviously, you know, the U.S. is supposed to win. But winning a gold medal is still pretty cool. I mean, if you look at a lot of different um, cultures and things like that, winning a gold medal is so historic. It's a big deal. Look, I'm not saying they'll be as good as last year, but let's just stop acting like they're going to be complete basura which is trash in Spanish, properly rated. How ridiculous it is to live in the Bay Area. Now, look, I know people talk about how bad it is. Um, so if you're on the outside looking in, you might think that we're exaggerating. Let me tell you right now, we're not. Not at all. And by the way, I saw an article about people up north like, Washington and Oregon being upset that Californians are moving up there. Can you just stop your whining? Like, seriously, this is America. Childish Gambino, this is America. You know what I mean? People can move wherever they want. You don't like it? Then you can move too. But anyway, you know, starting to apartment hunt, because me and my girl, we've had enough. We've had everything happen in this apartment. You know, we're on the ground level, you know, some people would call it the basement. I prefer the back cave. Uh, we've had some critters. We've had some leaks. And like I said, I'm going to be a manager soon, so it's time to level up, like, for real. But yeah, man, we're looking on hot pads and apartments.com. You know, the prices are ridiculous, but we already knew that. But what we didn't know, and even more ridiculous, is the money that they want down. We saw this place, 1995 a month in Oakland, right by BART, big, we're like, nice. Keep scrolling down, they want that payment plus $2,500 security deposit, bringing the total to just, just $4,500 to move in. Are you high? I know weed is legal in California now, but damn! Like imagine Kendrick Lamar's face on the cover of Damn, and that was my face when I saw that. Then you turn on HGTV and watch House Hunters, and they're spending 200, 300K on actual houses. It's depressing, man. Then that same place in Oakland wants to say no pets? Not even a little kitty? You want $4,500 and cats aren't okay to purr? I don't even have a cat, but it's the principle. You know, our current spot doesn't even sound that bad anymore. Then I can't even complain to my mom because you know what comes next. Well, you know, you could save a lot of money if you just move back into the house. I'm just saying. 
And she always brings it up. Like after I've had it some, you know, a couple drinks, I'm like, I mean, it's not a terrible idea. Then I think about the BART ride, and I just think my blood pressure would go up even higher. I just talk to her, you know, like I'm on Shark Tank, like, although it's a great business motto, because of the health risks towards myself and my relationship, it is a risk I am not willing to take. And for those reasons, I'm out. But it's crazy, man. So wish us luck uh, to figuring everything out. And last but not least, time for uh, our newest segment called Please Stop. And yeah, this is pretty self-explanatory. This is just stuff I think needs to stop immediately, ASAP. Number one, ever since Cardi B, uh, I think she's the one that started it, um, the people everywhere, you know, mostly people on reality TV, uh, have been doing that stupid, oh, and I'm sick of it. You're not Cardi B. You're not from the hood. And even if you were from the hood, it's still annoying as hell. So just stop it. Oh, you want to know something? <laughs> Number two, if you have a small dog and you want to walk them in a busy area, can you please tighten the leash? I'm walking to work a couple days ago, and I don't know, like, dog types or, you know, if it's a schnauzer or a browser or a wowser. I, I don't know what the hell they are. But this thing was hella small. That's what I do know. And the leash was going across the crosswalk. So me, as a human, I have to walk around this little chihuahua poodle looking thing. You know, what if I was looking around and accidentally kicked your little dog? Now you want to be upset with me. You chose to have a rat dog. Keep it close to you and stop treating it like a big dog, please. Number three, all of you that are hating on Travis Scott's album for not having any substance. You know, Travis Scott just dropped Astro World. For those of you who didn't know, um, last week, and I thought it was fire, fuego, um, a bunch of fire emojis. You know, but the same people that want to sit there and say, oh, you know, Travis Scott, it's empty calorie rap. He doesn't talk about anything. But then, you know, our Kanye West stands and just love everything that Kanye West touches is gold, even though this is the same guy that put that whoop diddy scoop, poop diddy, poop diddy whoop. You want to talk about how Kanye's a genius? Shut up and stop. Kanye talked about himself the whole time on his last album. That's not substance. That's narcissism. Number four, everyone that got married over a year ago but continued to use their wedding hashtags on posts that have nothing to do with the wedding. Can you stop it, please? It was for the wedding, and it was cute. Now it's just annoying. It has, there's nothing even about your wedding on there. It's you at the Giants game. Then you throw on a random hashtag. Just stop. Just stop. Number five. Guy or girl playing basketball at the gym that yells to get back on defense while they're still on the other side of the court, then tries to get mad and say that they tried to tell you who to guard when that person scored in transition. Stop missing shots. Maybe the other team wouldn't have fast breaks all the time. Or get back yourself and play some defense. Either way, stop it. Please. 
But that's all the time I got for y'all today, man. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already on iTunes and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at A-Styles, A-S-T-I-L-E-Z. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace. Oh. <laughs>